The following content is not politically correct. Viewer discretion is advised. Welcome back to the channel today, everyone. So my guest today is the lovely, the spina bifida baddie, Lila Hart. Welcome in. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me on this show. I loved your intro. That was awesome. Oh, thank you. Transformed thank you. Yeah, I... to freedom. <laughs> I was like, I love that. <laughs> that, that, yes, that is the name of the show. Um, basically, so if you can, if you go on any podcast, uh, Apple or Spotify or anything like that, that's the name of the show. So, um, yeah, and then everything else in my intro, I made myself. So, oh, I love that, and I love your background too. Oh, the colors. Thank you. <laughs> How are you doing? Um, you guys just getting settled in, or what? Yeah, I. Oh my gosh, I am so happy to be in Texas. We are homeowners <laughs> in Texas. Everything is going great. You know, last time we talked, we um, we were talking on uh, Twitter. And I was still in the Motel 6, and we were still yeah. trying to figure everything out. And that was seriously uh, a journey. But oh, so worth it, because now we're here in our home, and I love it, and I'm so grateful. That's awesome, yeah, because I know you guys are getting all set up. And now you guys moved from California, L.A., right? Yes, we moved from Los Angeles here in September. So we celebrated our New Year's and our first Christmas in our house which was really nice yeah that's awesome um now i i kind of wanted to go into because i think one of the one now i had seen you because you're friends with Kirsty mayer who i actually just did her channel yesterday oh my gosh um, i love that and and then i saw you on you are here and i heard your story about um everything going on in california and the vaccine mandates and everything like that so i really just wanted uh, to talk to you about that as well, if you want to kind of give the background, explain that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, you know, my last show in Los Angeles was at the Ford Amphitheater in front of 800 people, and it was an amazing experience. Mm -hmm. I had so much fun. I was the only unvaccinated performer on that show. I had to submit my uh, paperwork uh, stating why I couldn't get the vaccine, you know, so I had to have my met show my medical history and mm -hmm. explain that with a doctor's note. Then I had to go and get a COVID test, which was the first time I had ever gotten tested for COVID uh, because in this last two years, I've been very healthy. I've actually, you know, really gotten into yoga and gardening and doing a lot of things for my health. So you know, I haven't been sick this whole time, so I found it strange that I'm going to take a COVID test, even though I <laughs> am showing no signs of sickness. Yep. I know I'm not sick. We are in August. Um, you know, I, I've been taking care of myself, but I went ahead and did it, and I had a great show. Um, two days later, I thought it would be a fun idea to go to the comedy store on Sunset. You know, I had kind of heard that, okay, they, were, they are requiring um, people to – have a, their vaccine card, you know, in order to enter watch shows, right? But I thought, well, I have my medical paperwork with me. So maybe I'll yeah. just, you know, I'll bring my paperwork with me and my recent COVID test because the COVID test that I took was like good for the 72 days or whatever. So 
I go, I show the door guy my papers, and that's when they tell me, oh, Lila, we can't let you in. You know, you can't come in here because you have to be vaccinated. I'm like, well, I'm medically exempt, you know? And uh, they told me that they could take my paperwork, get back to me in three days. They would make a copy of my paperwork, take it back with them, and then get back to me in three days. And you know what? I just really didn't feel comfortable with the idea of them, like, making copies of my documents. I just felt like that was strange. I was like, no on that. And that's when I was like, I had this uh, feeling. I was like, I need to talk about this. This is not normal. I need to say something about this. So I was with my friend and I had him record me. And that was this video that I posted on Instagram, which Chrissy Mayer saw. And she reached out to me and asked me if I'd be on her podcast. And of course I said yes, because earlier in the pandemic, I had seen her tweet, the tweet where she said she would no longer perform at any places that required vaccination. And Mm -hmm. I saw her tweet that and I was like, wow, she's really brave. I love this. Like she's standing up for something, you know? And I remember liking that. So it was kind of crazy how it come, it came back full circle. And then I got to be on her podcast, which I totally enjoyed. It was a great experience being on Chrissy's podcast. You guys definitely check that out. You've been on her show. So support our girl. (laughs) And she just recorded her um, comedy album and she's out here just killing it. So uh, anyways, uh, getting on her podcast was awesome. And this was around the time that we had decided like, we're going to move to Texas. Like I just, we're not going to be here. And it's funny because even in that video, I'm like, okay, I'll see you guys in Texas. Right. So we end up moving out here, and during that first week that we were out here, um, I I was in the Motel 6, and Chrissy Mayer would, happened to be in Dallas, and she was performing at Hyenas, and she asked if I would come out and perform there. And, you know, of course I said yes, because I definitely wanted to see her and watch her Mm -hmm. perform and, um, you know, get to perform. Even though I was like, I was just going through so much mentally, having brought all of our stuff with us, you know, and now having to be in the Motel 6 because our original house that we were looking to buy, the sellers lied on the seller's disclosure. And as we were having the home inspection, we discovered that there was mold and termites and all sorts of things that was wrong with the house. So we had to pull out and thank God that we could. But it's such a hot housing market right now because everybody is like fleeing to Texas and to Florida. So it was like really scary to think of we're going to now have to compete in this housing market I'm not from here. I don't know anything about this area, but you know what? God is telling me I need to be here. So um, I end up performing on, on the show with Chrissy and that's how I met Elijah and Sydney. And I was later asked to be on, you are here. And I think you watched that episode, right? And we got connected, which is just so awesome. (laughs) Um, And you know what's crazy is on that episode of You Are Here, I was so fresh and raw out of, you know, L.A. and out of feeling like Anne Frank with my thoughts. I feel like I can finally express myself, right? I'm in a safer place. Like that's what I was really starting to feel feel like. And so when I was on You Are Here, I was very emotional and very like teary because it was just like, you know, it's when you're the, it's like the first time you're discussing something and it's really nice that I've been out in Texas now for the last couple months and few months. And 
I just feel like I can finally like breathe. You know, I don't have to wear a mask out here. People aren't screaming at me at the grocery store for not having a mask on. And yeah. I still feel like I have my freedom of choice, even though we don't have our freedoms because there are certain things we're not allowed to talk about without being censored, you know? Yeah. I had a YouTube video that was completely uh, censored and we had to move over to Rumble completely. So, yeah. Yeah. And that was on my list as well, because I think I saw you post that. So what was what was the infraction that you guys had when was it that you were just talking about your story or what? what, Yeah, and it was also medical misinformation. Okay. With like telling my story of how I couldn't, I wasn't vaccinated, you know, there's like, and talking about certain things. And just why you can't be vaccinated because you have a history, same with like Aaron Rodgers and other people have these histories, right? Uh, that you can't actually, it, it could, it could actually harm you. Um, yeah. I know that's, you gotta be careful because we don't want to say too much to trip it, but uh, you know, um, yeah if this does get taken down, it does go on up on rumble and everything else. Too. <laughs> See, this is why we're friends. Cause you just get it. You're out here in the fight, spreading the good information. Yep. Honestly, rumble, everything truth. you, you, and it's like every time you're right. We don't have the freedom just to speak as we and want you know what it is? Um, on these platforms. That's, that's the real answer. It's like, what did I, what did I talk about? I talked about the truth and yeah. That's what they don't want you to talk about, you know. Well, you told you told your story, and it's like, and that's somehow misinformation because it's what doctors have told you. I don't get it. Um, but that's the way YouTube is. Um, YouTube, and that's why I'm I'm grateful for Odyssey and Rumble, right? But yeah, uh, yeah, YouTube, YouTube ad ad limited my video with Elijah or Eliza Blue. Wow, speaking about how we end human trafficking so they deem that a human trafficking survivor's story is controversial yeah that's what they told us so that's why it, it's like we I, I youtube is still the place to go but you know i just want these places to take off so we can actually speak freely the the worst part about it is what it does to us is it it uh forces us to self-censor because we're like, oh, I can't talk about this because it'll get demonetized or it'll get removed. So we're censoring ourselves. It's yeah. training us on what we can't speak about, what we should speak about. Because think about this. The, yeah. the, if you are having opinion on the right side that they want you to be on, even if it's completely like off, you can change your story. You can make up yeah. lies as long as you're on the side that they want you to be on. Yeah, that that's exactly how up. it is. That information information gets throttled oh, up. Yeah. That doesn't get labeled as misinformation, even if it changes every few months. Even if yeah. the stories don't line up. You know what I mean? That gets to stay. Mm-hmm. You come yep. at them with facts, actual facts, with real doctors. You know, those people get censored. They get taken off. They get banned. Yeah. It's really suspicious. It, it, it's yeah you can see what they are allowing and how it turns out and then it's like when you go back and look at what they said a year ago or two years ago 
about certain things and then they come back and say something today um it's completely it's completely different um mm-hmm. and it's completely like it's what's the, what's the joke now that the difference between conspiracy theory and fact is six months uh because that's oh, the way yeah. it's been the last year it it's 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 crazy um so uh but you guys you guys are running your your podcast now so what do you what, what is the podcast that you guys are doing because do you ha- do you have two youtube channels or just well it's one? called um immune to the system that's mm-hmm. where you guys can find it immune to the system and it's uh, I run it with my fiance Eric Avenante, and we're we we're actually going to film an episode tonight after oh. our podcast. Perfect. So <laughs> uh, it's really awesome. You know, it feels good to tell my truth. It feels mm-hmm. good to know that I'm doing my part, and I'm not just sitting here just lying on my back letting it happen no yeah you know i'm gonna i'm gonna talk and it's almost like getting censored on youtube made me have it made me stronger it made me stronger because i'm like you know what i have nothing to lose i'm just going to say it exactly how it is and i love that i get to film it in my living room you know exactly yeah yes the internet is crazy it's you we can use it for bad or we can use it for good, you know? And if they're going to use it for bad and for propaganda, then we got to fight back and we got to create our own content and put it out <laughs> yeah. there. You know what I mean? And yes, we just got to hope that our realness and our soul can reach other people who are feeling the fuckery that's going on. It's like, y'all know this shit is weird. Like what? We are still in this. It's been two years. What is going on? Well, we're like, coming up on three. Yeah, exactly. Okay. If you would have told me in 2019, Oh, Lila, you're gonna, you about to be a homeowner in Texas. I'd be like, what? I'm facing my dreams in LA. What are you talking about? But now I'm a homeowner in Texas and I do got to say, man, it feels good. It's so much fun. I love Home Depot. You know, it's fun. So how, how, um, like how different is it being in Texas than, I mean, just the vibe. I mean, what do you, what do you think about Texas compared you know to what? LA? Like how okay. did, it, did it take some getting, getting used to? to you know you what? It's, okay. I got to tell you, this is actually a pretty funny story. Uh, I remember one night I was telling my fiance, I was like, man, I was like, I feel like, we're really like just grown up, you know? And he was like, Lila, we're 30. Like I'm 30. And I was like, I know, but (laughs) in LA, you have this kind of extended youth, you know? Like I started comedy at 24. And before then I had traveled, I've I've traveled to over like almost 25 countries. Okay. Which now I look back Mm -hmm. on and I'm like, man, I'm glad I did all that traveling before all this COVID shit happened. And I actually got to experience these places because I don't think I'm ever going to get to leave the country now. Yeah. You know? It's going to be, not, it's, not if I, things I don't know how continue long. going down like this, y'all, we need to wake up. Like, come on. Don't you want to travel and not be tracked? Like, yeah, I don't want to be tracked. I don't want to be tracked. I just want to go places. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and traveling the world is going to be a lot, a lot harder. I, I, I mean, there's places we can go now and, they don't, I mean, all they require, now they're everywhere is requiring a vaccine. So I don't know how you get around it. I don't know if they, if international travel has any exceptions for medical reasons, do they? 
I don't know. I mean, I just was like, I got to get out of L.A. I got to get to Texas. I got to get to where I think it's going to be the <laughs> safest, where people still care about their rights. And, you know, I was like, I'm going to be a, I'm a born again conservative. Like, I'm just yeah. coming out. I, you know what I mean? It was, oh, yeah. it was, I just felt like I just need and also the news is happening so quickly every day. It's almost like we're living so many years in one year with the amount of craziness that just like surpasses the, the thing from the day before. And mm -hmm. we're just getting so accustomed to that, you know? Yeah, it's, it's become parody and we're all just like, nobody's shocked by what happens anymore. It's like, and, and just it's like you laugh because of how bad it's starting to get in certain places. Well, um, what's girl, what's I'm shocking surprised you is, didn't want to leave California earlier. <laughs> you know, that's the thing is, I think what it is was it was hard to watch all my friends and people that I love just fall into all of the propaganda. And I, I don't blame them. Like, honestly, they're 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 victims. They're really victims here. You think about it. Mm -hmm. They they use propaganda. They tell people you'll be a superhero. You're saving lives. You care about people. This is how you show that you care. Don't you care about grandma? Don't you care about your grandparents? Come on, take this. Don't. Mm -hmm. It's not for you. It's for them. And it's like, no, this is my body. This should be my medical decision. Like, and also for me yeah. as somebody with the congenital birth defect, you know, I was born with a disability. I've spent a lot of time in the hospital. I really know what works for my body. I don't ever take the flu shot because I took it once and it got really, really sick. I know I've been taking such good care of my body. You know, I've changed so many of my habits, especially in my 20s. I really took like the second half of my 20s to figure out, you know, my limitations on certain things. Like I had to quit drinking altogether. You know, yeah. I had to stop certain habits. And so it's kind of insulting that people would just assume and, and demand and tell me that this is a one size fits all cure all that doesn't actually cure all. In fact, you still got to wear the mask six feet apart. You still got a social distance from people who don't get this because somehow if I get it, but you don't get it, you're going to get me sick, even though this doesn't protect me from getting sick. This only allows me to go into some stores because of the stupid paperwork that they're making us carry now that it's like, hello, uh, in 2019, just a, two years ago, we literally didn't have to show any of this. We could breathe. What are y'all doing? Like, this doesn't work. Enough with the kabuki theater. Why are we doing this? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I don't know where we go. Now, it was interesting. I think I thought it was really interesting because that, that trip to the comedy store that you talked about. Now, they told you that you didn't like you could have showed them anything, right? Like they oh, wouldn't yeah. let you in. Oh, yeah. That that's see, just like you remind me of that part. That was a very important <laughs> part. Uh, okay, literally, this yeah, I think this was the worst part about it was the fact that as I was leaving getting kicked out, the uh, door guy told me he was like, Lila, you could have just showed me a fake vaccine card, and I would have let you in. So that just let me know that there are a lot of comedians and people out there who have fake vaccine cards. And for the comedians who have this, I am just so deeply like 
how could you not speak out against this? Why would you go along with this? Why would you get a fake vaccine card, perform on stage, and then encourage your fans to get this vaccine? You know, when I posted that clip, not only did I get people who were outraged, I got people who told me straight up, like, I only got the shots because I want to be able to go to a comedy store. I, I want to be able to go to a comedy club. I want to be able to watch some shows, you know? Yep. And it's like they didn't get it because they truly believed in its in its pureness of, of, uh, of COVID. They got it because they were coerced and manipulated yep. by the government who's using the media as a big old propaganda tool along with social media. And then on top of social media, you we have people that are promoting the vaccine. Like, first of all, there's a lot of people getting paid to promote this vaccine. Then there's some people who are not even getting paid and they're just like, oh, we love Fauci. Oh, we Fauci fans. Like, yeah, that's what's so crazy to me. Yeah, I, you're absolutely right. Like, it's one thing if all the performers had been like, gotten the vaccine stuff like that but it's like it's like being an advertiser and advertising products that you don't believe in like saying you use these products but then you don't so when you're going into this club that that requires it and you're not you know you're faking it and when you get up there you're still promoting to your audience that they should get it because to come see you type thing you know i think that's what's admirable about like Chrissy and she was the first comedian I think to to come out and say that she wasn't going to perform at any of these clubs um and then it's just grown you know she's in the names with like Joe Rogan just canceled shows because of vaccine vaccine requirements so the movement's working but um I don't think it's working in a lot of stuff like in in places like California but that's because and, and I'll say like just you telling your story and getting out and how you were so emotional on there. It it really is. The government is an abuser and your story was like your story, like just your, your raw emotions was like you just opening up and finally realizing that you're no longer under that rule anymore. You know, you're no longer in the care of that abuser. It's literally, it's, it felt like being in a very toxic relationship that, you know, we're still all Mm -hmm. trapped under, but it was like realizing, realizing what was going on and finally being able to speak about it. I mean, this is just healing for me because I think about the first two weeks, two weeks to slow the spread. And what it did was it got us used to being apart from each other, used to being on here, not seeing each other in person to where you can have these conversations. Like my fiance put together a documentary about the, the swine flu. And he put together all these like old clips, all these new um, old news stations and different commercials they use for propaganda. But you have to think about it. That was in a time uh, in 1978 where people didn't have their phones the way that we do now. So the propaganda via social media wasn't as wasn't existent, you know, as it is so rampant now. You think about how people have you they've used instagram to promote you to post certain things because the masses are doing it and then you see how many people follow into that it's herd mentality not herd immunity that's what they want (laughs) 
that well, is did what you they're see, looking for. Did you see the, uh, I think it was even, they put it on the news and stuff like that. The sheep that they taught to go into the shape of a vaccine to take the aerial picture. So, so there was some farmers, uh, let me see if I can find this, but there were some farmers that, um, out of their way to um like they taught their sheep to go and feed in these in this basically um it was like this and so they basically made it this outline of a a, a syringe a needle oh my gosh and, and they didn't realize that they were creating symbolism for sheep I mean, using sheep as this, and it was like... Oh, my gosh. Okay, sorry. That's just brilliant. That's just amazing. But you know what that is? That's them, like, mocking us to our faces. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, okay, think of it. Did you you watch the movie Don't Look Up? We didn't watch the movie. We just saw clips of it. Um, And even that was just, like, really... It is so obviously in our faces. It's painful. But... It is true, like it's like as you gain more knowledge, you you there is a sense of despair, you know, because oh, you're yeah. starting to learn the truth of what everything is, and it's very eye-opening to say the least. <laughs> yeah, this is this is the uh that shot. That's incredible. <laughs> like they did, I don't know if the the news organizations running with this knew or they didn't know like how that symbolism is, is not the dunk that they thought it was. You know, I think they thought it was like this big thing that this person taught them to do this out of sheep, and then you when you really look at the symbolism that it's literally the sheep following the herd, getting you know doing this. But you know um, what? Not gonna say you know <laughs> maybe it's like. It's maybe it's the farmer's way of letting them know, like, F you, you know? I I mean, that would make absolute sense um, to me. And I think it was really the, yeah, the news media organizations that ran with it. They didn't realize that the farmer had that supplemental message in there because they're still promoting it. It said, even the, even the caption here says, sheep and goats together on monday in germany as they form an approximate 330 foot syringe to promote vaccinations against COVID 19. who's going to look at that and think that that's promoting vaccinations that is just so <laughs> amazing it, it seems like a, it seems like a troll on the media honestly <laughs> it's it's brilliant it's so good and that's how we're gonna fight this you know well. <laughs> what I mean? This is how we're going to fight this. We have to. This is some creativeness. I've got it. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's and like you said. animals are it's amazing. Not only, that was just great. But it, animals it's, are pretty it, smart. It's not just. It's using the sheep, but it also sheep are herd animals. And it's that herd mentality, right? Just like you just yes. said. <laughs> but that's what they want. And it's just yep. so funny. Like, they, right there, it's like we're talking about it. And right there is a symbol of it exactly yep. what they want now um have you seen the that's the other story that i have on the list that just recently happened because it, it's very similar um in, in some ways uh to i mean in this it's it's about uh, the vax mandates um the ronald ronald mcdonald house in british columbia oh, yes. mm-hmm. so they are sent an eviction letter to people because they are not vaccinated 
even though their child has cancer. And so they're kicking them out of the house that they gave them because their child has cancer. And it's like, are you serious? Like, what are these, what you're, what are, what's this family supposed to do now? You know? Well, what is everybody supposed to get injected and then get cancer? So now it's not just the kid who has cancer, you know, <laughs> like, why I are mean, we making, I mean, you know what, actually, girl, that makes, a, that makes a lot of sense to me. You know what? <laughs> yeah, we, we need some more Ronald McDonald wishes. We want everyone to be making a wish. Y'all going to be making a wish. Line up, get your shots, now make your wish list. Because guess what? Next Christmas, you ain't going to be talking to Santa. You're going to be talking to Ronald McDonald for some wishes. <laughs> that but, was, yeah, that's, uh, that's what they there want. Were, yeah. There was a, me there was a meme on it. that earlier today, too. It was like, can I get this? And it was like, nope, all I can do is give you a cheeseburger or something like that, you know, because it was it was it was something about that. Now I'm gonna evict you guys and here, here's a cheeseburger. You know, it I I can't I mean it, you know what it's, it's, it's who... brilliant. It's brilliant because they think <laughs> that they're like making this like, oh you see, you better we you really want those wishes now. You know, they think <laughs> that this is the scare tactic, this will do it. No, and it's like, no, people, we have hearts that you know, you're just giving us more of showcasing how insane this is people we have a, an insanity problem we have a glorification of mental illness that is what's happening here yeah. and what was more upsetting to me about the fact that we got kicked off of youtube was the fact that when i posted about it people were more interested in knowing about well, what was it that you said and it's like people need to like they could not even understand that this is not something that's supposed to happen. Yeah. We should not accept this, you know? And it's like, if this doesn't outrage you, like I know it outrages you, it's like you don't see what's happening. And that's the scariest part is that yeah. it's happening and people are just going along with it. They're accepting it. They're like, this is the new normal. And it's like, no, insane is the new normal because y'all are insane i love you you're victims but wake up come on now like can we all wake up please i know you victims but still it hurts my heart to see that you might not have a working heart next year with what you do it yeah with you know if standing in line for more of these damn things it's like how many are we gonna get well and in the the mentality of testing as well like how many tests are you gonna get like what like are you i mean you see the pictures in new york city of people waiting in line standing outside together getting a test so they're getting a cold while they're getting a test so they can go get another test later it's it's again it's brilliant marketing because they know that you know you might get a little cold while you're standing outside so you are going to go back and get another test and that's another 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 dollar for us so it's it's like they're now promoting testing more than anything and then they're starting to backtrack on what they said about the vaccines as well as uh is what how, how well they've worked and stuff you know you know i i i'm grateful to be in texas more so because I'm grateful that I'm closer to family that's down here too. My grandparents are from Louisiana. My dad grew up in Louisiana. And my mom, she's from the Philippines. So it's crazy to think about the America we have become 
because growing up, my mom always used to talk about how coming to America was her dream and getting to America. She knew that her life would be great. And my parents have been married for 31 years. I have two older sisters who are very successful businesswomen. You know, they take after my mom and the business that she ran when we were growing Mm -hmm. up. And I think about how our country has just, they want to take it down. Like this is the dream. And without freedom of speech and without the exchange of ideas and the flow of conversation and the discussion, it's like, and we're just accepting these narratives. It means they're successfully dumbing down people, you know, because if you're being dumbed down, you're not going to question the narrative. And that's the scariest part. It's like, we should be asking questions. You should be wanting to learn more, to grow more, to like, just, they've got us addicted to the wrong things, you know? And it's the only way we're going to get out of this is if people break out of their own addictions and, you know, get off the phone. You have to start creating your own art. Even doing this, your podcast is amazing. You're creating something. You're putting your voice out there. You're yeah. exchanging ideas with other people. It's beautiful. This is what life is about. Yeah, we're supposed have to. to have these conversations. Yeah, and that's that's. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I. One of the main reasons why I have a hard time getting away from like Twitter and stuff like that is because there's this exchange of ideas. Yes, it's censored right now, but it's still like you go over to some of these other platforms like Getter or Gab or anything like that, and they're mostly echo chambers. Um, and so it's really hard. But the other day I was like, there, there's stuff that I want to post and I hold back because it's Twitter. And then the other day I'm like, Oh, I forgot. I can just go post this on Getter and it will be fine. Um, even though now I'm starting, I'm weary of some of these other app sites and stuff like that, especially Getter. Now that you're starting to learn about, you know, their, their China, Chinese influences and everything like that in their, in their systems. Yeah. It's making me want to delete off my phone. I know (laughs) I feel you, but here's the thing. It's like, you have to be open to listening to what other people Mm -hmm. might be saying, you know, and so you have something to kind of bounce your, okay, why you're feeling the way that you're feeling, Yeah, you know, and the thing about Twitter that is good is it's, if you're awake, you can really see the flow of what is going on. And for me, leaving Los Angeles, you know, I have a lot of friends that are still in LA and I find it interesting that most of them are double if not triple vaccinated and they've gotten sick more times than i have this year Mm -hmm. or last year and i have not gotten sick and that's going to be my flex i'm just going to stay healthy you know what i mean like (laughs) i'm like i'm like i got people wishing me death i got people telling me oh you better not get sick and you know what thank you for those wishes because i will not be dead i'll be alive i'll be living and healthy and taking yep. care of myself, you know, because I do love myself. I think about what I put into my body. I drink a lot of water. I'm working out. I stay active and healthy in that way. How come they're not promoting people to go outside, to what? Yeah. exercise, to eat right, to drink water, to just be kind? No, they want you to be in fear, be afraid. You know, that, everywhere you go, and- you better wear two masks. Like, 
they said COVID, you could get COVID from a fart at one point. Okay, that had me scared to death of elevators. I was like, I can't just be standing in an elevator. I'm at fart height. I'm only four foot six. People be <laughs> farting my face. I'm gonna get COVID that way. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm gonna get a COVID from a fart to the face. That's how I'm gonna go. Died of farting to the face. Yep, it was COVID. I'd be on the news. They put my face everywhere. I'd be like, look at this disabled lady. She died with a fart to the face. And y'all let that happen. Keep your farts to yourself. Stay away. Now, now we're going to the elevator. You look at the elevator. It says two people only with your mask on. Yeah, that's because somebody farted and a person died in there due to COVID. That's why. But dead. they told us that. They did. They did. And you know what? Oh, that did scare me just for a second. It scared me for a second. Because you have to believe what? at the beginning of this, at the beginning of this, we all didn't know what the hell was going on. Okay, we didn't know. I'm gonna tell you something. I literally remember going to Costco in Los Angeles, March. This is March. I'm wearing yep. a mask. No one else in the entire store is wearing a mask because this was the season that the news was telling us, donate your mask to the nurses. Give your mask yep. away. They don't really work like that. Masks don't do nothing for you. See, that's how they mess with us because they did tell us that. I was yeah. the only one wearing it because I was like, hmm, discernment. I really don't know if this came from bats or people, but I don't think it came from a bat. I think it came from a person, right? We don't know. We didn't know where this stuff came from. So I wasn't yeah. going to risk it. I wore a mask. And we still don't know. But guess what? <laughs> Once I realized that the mask doesn't work and it, more news sources came out, the mask didn't work, and then they're blocking those news sources, and then they're banning people and taking our own president off of Twitter. Like, what the hell? We, we were just okay with that? You hated this dude that much? You're like, fuck the country, fuck freedom of speech, take his ass off air? Like, what? And he was pretty funny. He was funny. If anything, he was funny. If anything, he was funny. <laughs> but no, it's like... I can't believe comedians were okay with that. We were all just okay with that. Like, what is going on? That's for yeah. me was when it was like, this is not right. This is so wrong. Yeah. And it's going to, you. everybody's going to be Alex Jones. Yeah. Well, and that's the state of comedy, which it, it doesn't make sense right now, right? Like, even you guys are constantly looking at cancel culture coming after you for for whatever reason you say something wrong or you said something wrong five years ago they're going to come after you right and that's i don't know how you can be a comedian these days and and um and support a lot of what we see a lot of this cancel culture that we're seeing like against people whether it's for covid or if it's dave Chappelle or or, or what's going on you know a lot of comedians are getting getting um, See, have, you know, hammered and the funny people aren't the, the people that aren't funny are the ones they're promoting as comedians and they're not <laughs> we have cancel culture because we don't know how to have conversations anymore people don't know how to sure. conversate you know and especially right now with how they're having everything set up digitally online social media media teaching us what to do via tiktok teaching you what to say via the algorithm. Oh, I know what'll get me likes. I know what'll post that will get yeah. me, you know, people interested. And so you are training your mind to create what they want you to. And then you think about how difficult it would be for those people to communicate in real life. Cause you're so yeah. used to 
the algorithm giving you the emotional human cues that you should normally um, learn in person how to communicate. You know, like you can read body yeah. language, whereas yeah. they're just so awkward. That's <laughs> well, that is part of what we're seeing. I, I, just, I, mean, I think I've been traumatized by what I saw. I, I'm traumatized. <laughs> like, there's some weird. I, I'm not even on TikTok like that, but I oh, see TikToks yeah. because they get shared everywhere. They're literally yeah. everywhere, right? And so I'm like, what is going on with the youth? What is going on? Why? What is happening here? You know, it, and then it, you think about it. Oh, they're trained. This is from communist China. They are training people to yep. behave and act this way for instant gratification uh, it, via yeah. the likes and the viralness, which gets you addicted. It's like winning the lottery or hitting a jackpot at the casino. You're like, oh, yeah, this is great. But what's yep. the price? It's your time time that could be spent learning a new skill yep. you know and you we're and out, we out you're out here shaking shaking your ass for tiktok legs but it feels good it feels good because they're like you got it a does. nice ass girl and you're like i do i do i tell me i got a nice ass like oh you want to encourage me so i do understand i could see how it could be addicting you know what i'm saying it's validating social, yeah. ma social media it, it is validating think about this i feel like when i was growing up and when I first graduated from Washington State University, and I graduated uh, in 2013, and in those four years, like social media wasn't popping like that. Okay, so people weren't, you know, they weren't like hip to disability like that. They weren't like, yeah. oh yeah, like you go, girl, you and your you messed up back, like you the shit, you got <laughs> injured, bitch, like you great. No, it was not like that. It was like. Who is this cripple bitch? You know what I mean? Like people weren't like from like thinking it was cool. I was doing everything I could to not look disabled. In fact, I just decided when I was 18, I'm not disabled anymore. And I stopped going to like my hospital appointments or my doctor's appointments to get my back checked out. Cause so I was like, I was so ashamed of this thing, you know, like my spina bifida. Yeah. I couldn't even talk about it. But it's just funny how times have changed and now it's flipped. It's it really has flipped, and I'm like I'm I'm talking about it now. It's I don't know. It's just crazy well, not, how it's it's this culture. It's because um, well, I mean, when it, it, I say it flipped, is you were ashamed to talk about it, whereas now people are making up disorders or yeah, or, okay, girl, or yeah, faking that's what, disorders. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is, which got me really confused at times too, because today you know. I went and I had an x-ray done and it was the first time I had seen my back in a full body x-ray in 10 years. And when I saw it for the first time, it was so like, it was emotional for me. I cried mm -hmm. because I could see, okay, there's the curvature. There's where my hips sit, you know, and girl, my hips don't lie straight. They <laughs> like <laughs> diagonalize, you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. Like, it's I have mentally I don't I don't like I don't see myself as disabled it's not that it's like and disability isn't a bad word but like mentally I feel like I can do anything so I mm -hmm. overexert my body and I have really pushed myself to like my highest limitations but looking at those pictures just made me think of like wow like 
you go, girl. Like, you got through life doing all this while having your back look like that. Yeah. You're strong. I, so it was good. It was emotional. It was a lot. I mean, so do you think that helps, obviously, with your just confidence to be able to get on stage and stuff like that? Like, that's what I think we're seeing, too, is like, how do you how do the how do people how are people strong enough resiliently to just get through life? Whereas it's like you get up on stage and make fun of everything. And I mean, uh, in everything you've been through. And I think that's what most comedians would do. But how, so how 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 has that affected um, do you think it's affected your your comedy, your art? You know, I think I definitely there was a moment when I uh, this was like when I first started stand up, I was at the Hollywood Improv and I was like standing there and I was thinking like, oh, it makes sense. This is why you're like this, Lila. This is why you're born like this. So you could go on stage, you could connect with people and make them laugh because this is this is the story, you yeah. know, and this is the gift. And also that's what it is. It's like, how are you going to view yourself in life? Are you going to be a victim forever? Or are you going to yep. rise up and be a victor and yep. be the one to tell your story? And I felt for me going on stage and owning my disability, my body, telling my story, not letting other people make up stories about me in their mind. I'm telling it. I'm telling you what this is because I know when I get off this stage, you will respect me because you know how difficult it would be for any person to get on stage with a microphone and speak. And that is what I love about standup is that theoretically almost anyone could do it, right? Because you know, you're just up there with the microphone. And I love that my disability does not give me you know, like pe people are going to tell you if you're funny or if you're funny, like they'll let you know, <laughs> yeah. you are not going to get sympathy laughs. Like you're going to get laughs or you're not going to get laughs. It's just how it works. And I love how there's no cap on how far I could go with stand up. I will only get better as I get older, which is why I'm trying to take care of my body right now. And I ain't trying to take yep. no experiment and be part of any experiments. You know, I got to take care of my body because I love to laugh and I love to tell my story. And I love to connect with people because even though, you know, not everybody has a disability, everybody can connect with the feelings of wanting to be accepted, you know, wanting to yeah. be included and part of something. Mm -hmm. And so I just, I love telling my story, but I miss, I miss stand up the way that it, it used to be. And now anytime I'm on, I'm on stage, I try to use that to uh, talk about the craziness of what's going on right now and try to persuade people that wake up, you know, mm -hmm. right now, I don't think people understand that we're in like a, we're in like a, we're in a war and it's a war for your mind. Yeah. It's it, the, the culture, the culture war has, has ramped up and that is uh, what we're fighting a lot right now. It's the culture of, COVID and it's the, as people have the the powers that be want a divided nation um it it only helps to generate better for them and they can you know seize more power and and do all that as things are as are um as everybody is more divided yeah. now do you see the big news today I kind of want to talk about this too because it is big news today 
the Supreme Court just struck down the uh, the vaccine mandate from the the Biden administration, the OSHA mandate, and the Biden administration's mandate on individual businesses um, to be to, that they have to require vaccine mandates. So that's big news because now all these businesses that were facing fines or whatever from the from the federal government um not and we're letting workers and stuff go if they weren't vaccinated now don't have to and so that's that's the big win that the supreme yeah. court finally handed us back um downside is if hospitals receive medicare payments that mandate is still it, they they upheld it which is unfortunate that's horrible you know it's horrible on so many levels but the worst part is how will you know if you are vaccinated or unvaccinated how many more shots will be required yes. to fill this quota like how often do you how how often is it going to be designated and who's designating it right now it seems like it's the pfizer and moderna ceos are designating how often you should get the get the vaccine um and so that is the question like how do we determine um i i don't i don't know because like people like me i mean i did get the first two vaccines for personal reasons but i'm not getting the boosters i'm, I'm not i got those ones for a reason that reason has passed and so now i'm not getting any more <laughs> yes see you know? this is what this is what it is it's if people need to i think you know what it is it's not everyone wants to admit that like oh hey this 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 is fishy this is suspicious they want to it, it's too painful for them to realize that they could be lied to, to this extent, you yeah. know? And so their mind, it's almost like Stockholm syndrome. What wants to protect itself and will be like, Oh no, everything's okay. I just have to keep listening. Like I have to be good They're, You know, they're very compliant. And that's the A problem. Lot of people, yeah. people, we have to stop complying. It's time yeah. to, if you're having that feeling in your heart and your gut, like, Hey, I should say something. Say something. Right now yep. is the time to say something. Join us. Wake up. Talk to somebody. Talk to your neighbor. Tell them. Yes. Show them things that you have found. Have them take a look for themselves. Just spread the idea because that's what they want to kill. Are these ideas that they could be wrong? They're like, yep. nope, nope. That, yeah, that's all in your head. No. But we have to do that. And we have to stand up and not be afraid and not comply and not wear a mask, you know, you have to do it in these ways because they're not little things anymore. You know, it's easy yep. to say, oh, it's just a mask. It's just a mask, it's just a mask. But then it's, it's just two masks, two shots. Okay, it's just a mask, two masks, three shots, more to come. Show your papers, digital ID passports, social credit score, you now can buy things. Yeah, I think I saw. I think I saw the episode of Black Mirror. So, you know. yeah, it's like come join us in the metaverse. Just order out. Yeah. I think I it'll saw that episode too. Delivered <laughs> to your mouth and just stay in the metaverse. And you know, it's scary. I think about the metaverse in the sense of I remember playing Sims for like fourteen hours a day as a kid, like by yeah. myself. 
just stuck in that Sims world. I remember like, especially because I was playing a bifida, I was like, you know what? I don't want to be a girl with spina bifida. I want to be like a regular character person. So I created my little life in there. And it was a way for me definitely to escape my life, you yeah. know? And it starts out yeah. innocent. It's like, oh, this is a fun game. But like, it could get real for some people. So it's like, yeah. uh, they have, and also they design it that way on purpose. They want you to escape your life. They don't want you out in your real life and creating and cleaning your room. Right. right. They, I mean, that is, um, they want us inside. I mean, that that is what it is. They want us inside, not doing anything. They want us, you know, addicted to They want screens. you dependent. They want people to be victims, yeah. dependent, medically they don't like, want diagnosed you going to the gym. with self-diagnosis of mental illnesses, yep. which may be made up, which probably are. And yep. and they'll reward you for that. There's you're you're incentivized to act like a crazy person. And to believe these things, they don't, re they aren't rewarding bravery, but you know, who is rewarding bravery? God, God rewards bravery. We have to speak up. We yes. have to. And that's why you have yeah. to realize there's God within us. So you have to choose the right path and we get to choose. God doesn't force us to love him. We have the choice to love him. Just like we shouldn't be forced with these mandates, we should have the choice. It's freedom. It's our God-given right. It's freedom, baby. That's why we live in America. And you ain't going to take yes. that down yes. and take America yes. away. No, because America Absolutely. can't fall. If America falls, the rest of the world will follow because we are the leaders yeah. and we have to stay strong. So it's time to like stand up, people. Have a backbone. My spine might be fucked up, but at least I have one. <laughs> You, you you have a stronger backbone than most most people out there right now too so it's uh it's refreshing to see <laughs> but we're out here we're doing it yep. and i'm gonna keep living my life and i know this god got me this far i was not supposed to when i was born they said i would i wouldn't make it you know now look at me i'm out here thriving yes the world might be going crazy but you know what my mind is strong i'm gonna use my voice to wake up other people's minds. I'm going to connect with all other intelligent minds. And we are going to come together, speak this out into the universe. And more people are going to wake up because I'm trying to live, baby. I want to have a baby. And you guys can't be messing up this world. We need to make babies and have a life. Yes, absolutely. You know, not controlled absolutely. by the government. Yes, Be independent. Absolutely. Don't be a victim. You are a victim. I think, oh, I like that. Don't be a victim. You are a victor on that, though. So, um, yeah, we're coming up on the on the hour. So I, I just got to say thank you so much. Oh, thank you for coming so on. Fun. This was awesome. I know you had me rolling. I, it went by really quickly. <laughs> this was so much fun. I really in, enjoyed it. I thank you so much for your patience with me, too. You were just so oh, awesome. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. I'm so I happy we got to do hey, this. Hey, I'm just happy you guys are out of California. You guys are in a house. You guys are thriving in Texas. And God bless Texas. I mean, I'm in And Georgia, God bless but. you. <laughs> thank you and as well as you um so where can uh where can everybody find you you can find me at lilaheart.com and then i'm love lila heart on all platforms and be sure to please check out my show that i do with my fiance eric abanante which is immune to the system we have seven episodes out so you can check that out also he has his swine flu documentary that is also out on the immune to the system page on okay. rumble 
check it out. You will yes, not want to miss you. it. <laughs> and make sure when you guys are going in there and you type her name, her name is her her last name is H A R T. <laughs> okay, you know it's so funny. I didn't even notice that you had made it to H E A R T, but then I looked at it and you fixed it. And I was like, oh. I did. I did. And that's why I I didn't even know. I know you didn't even correct me. I've done. I've messed it up one other time. And the person thankfully corrected me. They're like, just so you know, my my name's felt like this. I'm like, oh, I (laughs) I know. I I didn't tell you. I was like, oh, my gosh. She even asked me and I didn't even like I I just said it was I I okayed it and I was upset (laughs) with myself. I felt so bad. And then I went to your page and you had it correct. And I was like, oh, this is so awesome. So I felt better. Yeah, yeah. I I saw it. I I felt bad because I was like, oh, no, I got to change this. And so I went back. I changed everything. But it actually it works out because it is unique. So to tell the audience, make sure you're typing it to the the right Lila Hart when you're doing it. So, and if you guys are here, make sure you guys uh, click my like and subscribe button yes, below. Yes, definitely uh, like this video. All my comment videos. on this video. Support Sarah. She's awesome. This is wonderful. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming again. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye.